you roll me whatever you want But I can shine in armor Or the magic spell caster Roll the die Hoping for a 20 might get the one The clash of grits can turn the tide Of the battle The dungeon master has saved the tale for us Let's dance this journey Clutch Crits. I am your host and Dungeon Master Psycho, and today we have the Traffic Society. Bow, 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 bow. Today we have Chappie. Hey y'all, it's your boy Chappie. We need bold <laughs> requisitions to help us on our mission for the big campaign we call life. Cletus Montgomery Clay. Hey. hey, if you know, if you know, you know. Next up is Osokuma. Journal entry. Don't let winning make you soft. And don't let losing make you quit. Don't let your teammates down in any situation. Larry Bird. My name is Carmine Rosalino, a.k.a. Rosie the Butcher, the elder Eldridge Knight. Okay, you bucket. I see you. I like it. I like the... I like the you know, I had, had, had... Yeah, you got the theme. I like it. Had, I, I had my thing, but, you know, I got to throw the basketball code in there because, right. you know, we doing this shit for Dom except right for now. Larry, except for fucking Rosie probably thinks Larry Bird's is like a pizza restaurant. Or an, or an opposing deli in the New York. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Rosie thinks... Rosie knows who Larry Bird is. I feel is. like Rosie thinks... Yeah, I mean, Rosie probably watched Larry Bird yeah. like, when he was actually watching basketball. I feel like Rosie thinks Larry Bird is Big Bird's first name. <laughs> word. <laughs> the bird is the word. Last but not least, we have Drop a Crit. Hey, everybody. You already know who it is. It's your newest, truest, raging paladinist of the group. And my Don fact to stay on topic with these Don and Jasmine dates. Our third best date has to take place within over the year, over a year. We decided to switch every other month and pick what type of activity concert play or things to go to i took jasmine to a couple of edm concerts she took me to a couple of rap concerts we saw witch together we saw cats the musical it was a grand old time is it me or does when droppa describes jasmine as a person Uh right it describes droppa as like if droppa was a woman kind (laughs) of With, like, her interests, with her not giving a fuck attitude, with her I'll fight you, with I'll drink, I'll do this, blah, blah, blah. But and I'm, then does does Don remind you of Droppa's wife if she was? Hey. <laughs> I feel like, no, 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 no. I feel like, I feel like, I, I want to say wife or whatever or or husband. I feel like the every time. The no, no, no. I feel like every time that you you tell your, your story about you and your wife, I get this that, like. No matter what Jasmine does, in your mind you have that that mentality that that did my baby daddy, that did my baby daddy, you know, like, like, and that's you, just you all know, that goes through. Like, I'm like that's just in your mind. <laughs> she shoot little kids that just my wife. She should. 
just like, like just the energy I get from when yeah. he when he describes Jasmine during like his pre uh like the past or everything like that. I'm like I can see Jabba Crit actually doing that stuff instead, like himself. Yes, himself exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like during the basketball stuff, putting motherfucker in a headlock. Uh, the whiskey drinker ain't afraid of nothing. Um, Taking someone to rap concerts while the other person is taking them to EDM concerts, apparently. Wearing that sweet-ass black dress with the slits in it. <laughs> That's facts. That. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no, with the horse-thick thighs. Oh, Lord Damn, have mercy. mercy. Let it go. Lamborghini I, mercy. I just want to know, because she sounds real aggressive. Uh, and, and you can say you can say no, uh, or you just don't have to tell me the truth. Is, is Jasmine abusive? Does she hit you? No. Not no? consensually. Does she hit you? Yeah. There's a difference. Not, not yeah. consensually. <laughs> not consensually, no. Okay. Not consensually. I feel like... Watch your business, baby. I feel like y'all be driving down the street, and you be like, be like, oh, they got toothbrushes on sale. Like, you try to get out the car, and she be like, get your ass back in the car, boy. <laughs> 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 what? What? You think I'm exiting the car just for a toothbrush sale? Don? Don? Does that not sound yeah, like some Don shit? Some Don shit. And I feel like every time you guys... You gotta be at Walmart. You gotta get it by bulk. It's for the kids. I feel like every time you guys bang, too, you go through like a six-pack of like Virgin Mary candles. I feel like Jasmine would just be burning that shit and dripping it all over and, Don. Oh, Jesus. Be... And you know like... what I feel like, too? I feel like, you know, like, Who's on Valentine's Day, just... like they put like the rose petals from like the door all the way to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she follows like a long line of floss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and with that being said, are you guys ready for a little bit of a recap? Uh, put the cap up on papa. <sighs> Twist that bitch for me, daddy. Let me cap you. Crank that cap on there. Crank it, crank it. You twist and shout Shut the and cap it all out. Hell yeah. <laughs> Is it from all the cap? Psycho right now. I should have made You'll better crank friend. that crank back on. You'll <laughs> crank that cap back on. You'll crank, crank that, that cap, cap back, back on. on. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody dies. <laughs> cap See? a man that hoe. Okay. DM <laughs> don't know where to go. All right. So, last session. The Traffic Society had spent time recovering from their encounter with Solomon. They had found out that the green and blue metallic dragons turned out to be the enamel dragons, Corin and Genk, who were sons of the dominant dragon lord. They were able to eavesdrop on a neighboring room regarding sensitive info of Darian Black and his recent injuries. Leaving a note to Darian in his armor, the team then left Gavin Tech Solutions and regrouped at Bold Requisition. They were told it would take a couple days to find anything out about Jasmine, so they went to the bar halftime. They went to go talk to the retired Spellbonds player, Marcel, and Don was able to convince him to observe his techniques early in the morning at 4 a.m. And then everybody went to go rest, and now we are all caught up. Okay, so. Can I wake up at 3? Sure. Rosie and Don are awake early in the morning, getting stuff ready to together while Cletus is passed out. Because I don't think Cletus is waking up at 3 in the morning for anything. Other than some drugs, probably. Snores in country. Um, I do, as getting ready, I do the nice thing and put my cover on top of Cletus. Okay. I'm butt-ass naked. Do you have a cover on? I have, like, really extra-long testicles, so, like, one of them, like, kind of sleeps over my leg. 
everything else is where it's supposed to be. I lied. I don't do none of that. I scratch all that shit. I get ready and go go out. Scratch my <laughs> scratch what? What are you scratching? You gotta let me know. <laughs> me helping you. <laughs> That's what I'm scratching. I was gonna throw a cover on you. I'm you done. Still- I'm not doing none of that. I'm going out hooping. Okay. So uh, you are fully rested. Yeah. Ready to go. I'm ready. All right, I got your gym bag packed up. Uh, we can start heading that way. You gonna come too? Yeah, I'm gonna come with you. Make sure you're okay. I'm probably gonna do some reading on the bleachers. You don't need no sleep. You don't you need any more rest. Eh, it'll be all right. Barrett's here with Cletus. I'll go and check you out for a little bit. Okay, thanks. Um, above table, above. Uh, Cletus, are you gonna go train? Gonna go do the hyper training thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. You would need to find a feat that you would want. Okay. Uh, so you're going to be preoccupied for the next couple days doing that. Okay. Any feat I want? Within reason. You know, within reason, within the prereqs that it, it, it involves. Um, and to take a thousand gold off of the... Uh... Got it. For that. Yes, for that. Okay. Right. And then I'm going to be reading the book to learn how to use the red chalk. Correct, which is going to take a couple days as uh, Correct. a while. As well. I'm, I'm going to be with Don while I'm doing that just in case he needs anything. How far away is the court from the end? That far. Do you decide to get ready to play before you leave? I'll probably get ready before I leave, just so if I could just be ready. Okay. So you open up uh, the bag that uh, Rosie hands you. Okay. And you know, you take out uh, you start taking out uh whatever you take out one of your uh you take out your first pair of uh basketball shorts as as you see this uh this pair of basketball shorts is cut very 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 high like old school basketball shorts high did you do this oh yeah you know you, you got it'll help you move faster more aerodynamic that's that's how basketball players wear their shorts i don't know why you wear these uh yeah, these real big, like, uh, parachute, like, uh, MC Hammer shorts. It's like to keep everything just, like, in, because I don't like the, how the short short. You know what? I'm wearing it just because you packed them. Thank you, Rose. Yeah, well, I mean, you can wear the, uh, the, don't uh, guys these days wear, uh, like, yoga leggings under the shorts, too? I mean, that could help a little bit, I guess, but I, I, I feel like you're more of a just, like, wear the shorts and that's it kind of guy. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't bring compression shorts, so I'm just gotta wear the shorts. Yeah. Um. And then also, I have your your headband, your wristbands, and then you you had two other sweatbands that were ready. So I thought, you know, whatever you might sweat, I uh, sewed them together and made you some ab bands, so you can just kind of like reach it over and it could just be over your abs, you know, collect all that sweat. When you were watching basketball, do they usually wear ab bands? Um, no, but it was an idea that I always had, and I was just like, hmm, if I was playing basketball, you know, on a professional level, I'd probably be sweating a lot, and, you know, if I baby powder my balls, but I don't baby powder, like, you know, you know, the, the abs and stuff, yeah. I should probably need a sweatband for the abs, because then, you know, it's still gonna sweat down and make my shorts wet. You know what, Rosie? That makes sense. I'm gonna wear the ab, ab band. Okay. I throw on the headband and the ab band. And I just keep the wristband and the okay. Other shit in there. So right now, with the short shorts and all these bands, he looks like a JoJo's character. So, <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
um i stand with my foot pressing my right foot pressing against the law lean, leaning cool like the fonzarelli and i throw the peace on sideways to my angle Hoo! that's my stand hey Stands. you look kind of like the fonz when you do that okay so you guys then leave the uh, hotel room and then head to the uh, court hey rosie yeah can you do me a favor later because it's probably way too early to do it now can you call C3B Rock and ask them if Ida's with them? Uh, I, I, I guess I can give him a call. It looked like Ida was going to go with them towards the end when we left, but um, yeah, I can give him a call. They, they got one of the phones. Cool. Let Ida know I have the money for the bag, and if we can upgrade, let's try to see how much that costs. Uh, Sure. I'll give them a call. They might be busy, though. Remember, they're, they're on tour, but I got you. I'll give a call. Okay, so you guys head towards the court. As you uh, head towards the court, you see that, um, I mean, it's almost 4 o'clock uh, in the morning. There's not really a lot of people out, but, like, the, the city's pretty dead. You know, it's not like Guava Falls. You see that uh, it's like, you know, one of those uh, basketball courts that you see out, out in public. You know, it's got, it's got the, like, the large fence around it. Um, it looks like you can see, like, there's, like, some balls hanging out around there, actually. Um, but like the city in general is still relatively lit up because you know there's like a like a lot of neon lights and everything like that. So it's just you two at the moment. Um, I want to go towards the balls. Can I like get limbered up? Um, before Marcel comes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me a athletics check just to see how uh how your stretch goes. Seventeen. Okay. It's been a while, but you stretch. You stretch well. You stretch good. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm just gonna start taking jacking up shots till Marcel gets here. Um. Okay. So you're just jacking up shots like regular, right? Yeah. Um. As you would jack up shots, and then you would uh, when you actually make them, you see like the actual rim in and of itself. Every single time you make one, like pulse. It would pulse blue, right? Uh-huh. And then when you make it out from a, a certain enough distance, like a three-point shot, it pulses green. I look on the rules. Is it just because how what what kind of shot that I shot, or is it a reason why these are pulsing? As you look through the rules, it tells you it's a indicator to let them know so there's no confusion on whether it was in the uh, in the line or outside the line. Well, NBA definitely needs this. <laughs> <laughs> I run and dunk it to see if it changes colors. It turns red. DM, can I run and dunk the ball and then attach a first level smite to the to the dunk to see if it does anything different? Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Um. So you decide to run and then you go and then you try and then you uh slam down into the uh the basket. I want you to roll me your damage. Maul damage, glaive damage. It would be your melee, like you're just your unarmed strike at the moment. Um, so four damage. With your smite on top of it. Okay. Uh, 17. Okay, so you see that it turns, um, it when you slam it, it turns red, and then it has like this green pulse to it. Rosie, were you paying attention? Uh, what was that? I think if you put enough magic into it, we get more points. Like into the ball of the hoop. I want to say when you put more magic into the ball as it goes into the hoop. Throw, throw it up there one more time. Let's see. You'd right. be using another spell slot if you're going to do it. It's the same thing. Okay. When he throws it up there, 
from like the bleachers can I chill touch? Like he throws it up and I just slam it in. Um, yeah. So are you having? You're asking him to lob, not dunk it, because yeah, he's yeah, telling you to throw okay, it so up. Telling you to lob. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, give me a second. Um. I need you to roll me a strength. Uh, either a attack roll or a perception check. One of those two. Uh, Don. Perception. I got plus five. Attack. I have a plus six. I'll go attack. Fourteen. Okay, now Rose, I need you to roll me an attack roll. Net twenty. Um, you then see this uh, hand uh, push uh, push it in as it goes blue, then it goes green. Blue is two pointers. Green is three pointers. Red is a dunk. So I believe we got five points. I mean, we're not playing against anybody, so the points don't matter, right? I understand, but like that's for me to know overall, just in case we get into a game. Yeah, well, I mean, like you're right though, since I used the, uh, you know, the dead hand thing, it, it, it lit up. So I'm assuming there's more points. So I'm gonna try to keep making shots like consecutively, like see what happens. I'll make like three in a row, four in a row, five. In um, a row. I won't even have you roll for that. But as you're making shots consecutively, doing like a couple dunks in a row, a couple. Uh, Couple layups, couple shots, couple three pointers. You see that the colors are pretty consist are really consistent with uh, um, how it's going. Um, give me a investigation check as like you're trying to understand what the rules of like those lights. Because like you know like how rules can be when you're actually looking up like official rules, things get like very clouded. Muddy. I rolled a net one. I'm gonna use one of my luck points. Could I could I give him a help action yeah, since sure, I'm watching? Sure. Okay. Cool, I'll take that. <laughs> 13. Um, so what it looks like is there is the two-pointer, there's the dunk, the two-pointer, and then the three-pointer, right? Mm -hmm. um, what happens is the dunk and the uh, two-pointer, uh, the, the dunk and the blue are both two points, like in basketball, and then the green is three points. But um, what you can do is that while using magic, you can upgrade... If you if you surge enough through the hoop, you can increase the amount that you get by a point. As in, oh, so you can increase the point value by how? So you can turn your dunk into a three pointer. Ah, uh, is that why it was higher because of the net twenty? Um, so the way it works is, um, since what you guys are doing is damage, this thing technically has a threshold. Okay, what a threshold is that you have to at least hit the ex the number of it. Yeah, yeah. Initially, kind of like how uh, like. Like ships have like thrusters. Yeah, 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 yeah. So because you rolled a nat twenty, I let it happen. But mm -hmm. when I had him roll damage, he rolled over ten. It has a ten point HP threshold okay. of magic power that has to be imbued into it. Ah, okay. Yes. Um. So for every ten point threshold, we get an extra um correct point. So you have to hit ten points, and then if you did twenty points of damage, it would increase again. So it increases one point by ten. Is yeah, that by, by ten hits per game? Is that like? per the whole game or is that what like, do you mean by per the whole game like does the charges stay like say if i dunk the ball and i shoot it up get one extra point and then we're still and like you're asking if there's layover or damage yeah, yeah no there's no rollover or damage as i was kind of like looking over things with uh like don as he was like trying to figure out uh how things go it seems like he's kind of getting the hang of it so i open up my book and i'm gonna just start reading my book okay so, um, I will then, since you help with this investigation thing with this rules, um, red's dunk, blue is a regular 
three uh, green is a three pointer, yellow is a and one, okay, and then a uh, four pointer is purple. I want to try to like shoot it from half court to see if that gets a, gets me a four point. Um, I'll let you do it. When you shoot it from half court, it does not. It looks like it stops at three from any regular means. Will I be able to surmise without using a spell slot if I throw this ball, I can attach a smite to it or no? You'd be able to surmise that you can't do that. When you like imbue your smite power and you toss it, you could feel it just uh, let loose without uh, any uh, like power to it. Okay. Just so everybody knows, and so do the listeners, I have just emailed the players my general rules of spellbots of like how it works mechanically when it comes to actions a brief idea is you still have your regular actions of you know your regular action your bonus action and then like reaction so on and so forth but it's separated into being an offense and then defense right so you have your offensive actions which list off of shoot dunk pass screen you can use an item spell etc and your bonus actions is you could do the same thing as standard actions, but you have a minus five penalty unless that action is specified previously. Um, and then just the post up. Any reactions that your character generally has in general, as long as the trigger uh, works appropriately, they can do. And then there is the rebounding and then the hustle. Then there's the defensive actions you can take, which is lockdown, block shot, steal, rebound, etc. And then same thing for bonus actions. When you try to do your regular actions, you could take do, do it as a bonus action, but take a minus five penalty instead to that roll. And same thing with defensive uh, actions, as long as it fits the original trigger and the defensive actions with it. Dunking and layup. Dunking is strength based. Layup is strength or dex. Shooting is dex based. Passing is wisdom, perception base, and screening is strength athletics checks. What if I th- shoot this ball like a javelin? If you want to shoot, you gotta. It's Dex. Oh, you're gonna be Zion Williams. I'm about to Shaq. be. I'm about to be Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. So these are gonna be saves, or are these gonna be actual uh, mods? It's opposed checks against. Okay. So like, the way that this is going to work for me to give an example, right? Yep. Let's do it. You're going to lay up the ball, but you have a defender in front of you. They're okay. going to use their, uh, they're going to use their action to block the shot. Yep. They're going to set the DC. Okay. So they block the shot or whatever. So let's it do a is. live example. The person rolls a, they roll a 15. Okay, and I'm going up for a layup. Which is a strength and or deck space attack, whichever one you would want to choose. Okay. Which I assume deck. Uh, what's your deck or what's your strength? My strength's actually higher than my decks. So. Strength-based attack. Yep. Roll, roll strength attack. Strength-based attack. Like an unarmed strike. 18. 18. So you would... Uh, as he tries to block you, you would... Uh, your layup would go mm-hmm. over his block. Like, he would miss his block. And then he, you would... Uh, okay. Since it is above the AC 10 of the basketball, it goes in. Gotcha. That makes sense. So we're just going off of our strength modifiers, right? Strength, dex. The, Not like our actual physical attack roll for a move we have. Yeah, that's why I said a strength attack roll. Like I said, that's why I told you to do an unarmed strike. Oh, okay. Because my unarmed strikes are really good, actually. Yeah, sure. Okay. Got it. Okay. So unarmed strikes. Would me using Dragon Ball Breath on the ball and then like dunking it, would that do anything or like add extra damage or no? 
Um, I would say no because that's a whole separate action mm -hmm. you're doing to it first. You know what I mean? It's not like adding something to it. You get what I'm saying? Okay. It's not adding damage to it. It is doing damage to it, then doing your action of dunking. Balls in the air, and I try to use a dragon breath on it. Would that give more damage for it? I would say, yeah, that, sure, I'd probably allow. Uh, that I would allow. You got decks, don't you? <laughs> Do you want to be my favorite old shooter? All, all these actions are either going to be strength, dex, or wisdom based, most likely. And then, like, if you do something like maybe uh, Cletus, since you are a high charisma character, you want to be like, I want to try to get into, like, you know, the opponent's head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I shit I'm talk like, I'm like, okay, roll me an intimidate or whatever, and I'll see, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe they have an extra, uh, they have an extra minus or something like that. Okay. Shit. It's still DD. You know what I mean? You don't have to buy, you're, you're not completely bound by these rules as well, but this is just a general guideline, like yeah. how DD should be. Okay, yeah. so, um, Don. Yes. You have been putting up these shots and such, and then come 4 a.m., um, you then see walking into the, uh, it, uh, on the court is, uh, Marcel. It looks like, wow, you're here early. Yeah. I've been trying to put up a couple shots. I see you brought a friend. Yeah. That's just my friend. He was. My god, Rosie. He was at the bar last night, too, right? Yeah. All right, kid. Well, uh, you see he grabs a ball and tosses it to you. Let's see what you got. Are we going to play, like, one-on-one, -on -one or do he just want he, to... He wants to see, like, your technique and everything like that first. Since you gave a stretch, all right, mm -hmm. I'm going to let you roll this with advantage. Fuck yeah. It'll be an athletics check. And you, you kind of pre-test the stuff out, because if you were just going to walk in and start doing stuff, I'll get how you roll with this advantage. Because of the fact that you're, th these rules are altered. All right, I rolled a dirty twenty. Okay, a natural twenty. You are uh, after Rosie helped you kind of understand the rules and how how like the scoring works and things like that. You've decided you've uh, you're flashing a little bit off. You know what I mean? You're you're showing more of your dominant uh, physical prowess when it comes to this game. Your athleticism when it came when it comes to this game. Not finesse. Not finesse. Like okay. you 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 throw up a shot. You know, it's it's never been like your part of the game. Like you could do it. You know what I mean? When you got the open shot, so on and so forth. But it's never been your focus. Your focus is put being big, yeah. putting it in the hole. Got you. Okay, so I'm gonna say you're you've been doing uh, you're doing that for a while with him at the moment. Okay. Um. So we're gonna fast forward a couple hours. <clears throat> oh yeah. Let's fast forward in a couple hours, <clears throat> Rosie. You've been reading into this chalk. And as you're reading in, uh, as you're reading this stuff, remember it's made by uh, Gavin. Yeah. Uh, as I'm reading it, I can see that uh, I'm learning a little bit more. I'm, like, because I'm assuming like every book tells me that like Gavin Cal is the one who like created like the chalks and stuff Correct. like that. But this is specifically about their red chalk. Yes. As you're reading it, uh, you can tell that though the words are articulate, it's a lot easier to understand than you would thought it would be as you're as you're reading through this um, like tomb of knowledge. So do I think that it's uh like overall it's easy or is it easy just because the specific book that I bought was Red Chalk for Dummies? It you'd probably surmise it's <laughs> because you bought the Red Chalk for Dummies. Okay. Uh, so like they changed like wording. Yeah, but they changed like, change, like the wording and things like that for you to have a better concept. But like the words that they're using and some of the diagrams and everything like that they're using is still a little confusing. It, there's they're a little confusing, but like they're giving you like the gist of 
how certain things work and okay. how uh, and how concepts work. And like you're doing some of the hand motions that it's uh, specifying that you do mm -hmm. as you're moving, uh, as you're reading through. Cool. Um, okay, so we'll say come 7 a.m. Cletus, you start uh, getting woke, woken up by Barrett. Hey, so Cletus. Hey, so Cletus. Hey, so Cletus. Oh, hey, 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 Garrett, what's going on with you? Oh, fuck. Hey, oh, hey, Barrett, how's it going, man? It's, uh, <clears throat> it's okay. Um, oh, you had a wig on earlier about three blinks ago. Yeah, that wasn't me. We should probably get you ready to get go to, um, get some training. Oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped. I was just dreaming about training all night. Okay. Um, where's, uh, where's Don and Rosie? They went to go to the Spellbounce Court. Oh, yeah, they did mention that last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, what time they get up? Um, I, I heard rustling around if you want to say close to four in the morning. Oh shit, I was out I was out like a lot. We know. Uh where's Sully? I like look around for Sully. Um, as you look around for Sully, you see in the other bed, you see that uh there is like it looks like one of the pillowcases is uh pulled off uh -huh. as he looks like it's like tucked into almost like he got swaddled like a burrito. No. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Barrett, watch this. I go sneak up on Sully. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to grab the burrito and just start slinging it around the, the fucking... Uh, <laughs> on the mattress. Uh, roll me an attack check with advantage. Uh, 19. So you grab it, you grab it, and then you hear... <laughs> and you go, 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 go. I wake up, you little rat. <laughs> we got a train, man. And Sully gives you this look like, what the fuck does that have to do with me? You have to do with me. And if I'm gonna go train, you gotta go train because we're both trying to do the same goddamn thing. Unless you wanna leave, you can just leave. Unless you're too afraid to train. Too high and mighty. Oh, roll me a persuasion and or intimidation with that of what you're what you feel like would be the most fitting. It'd be that. persuasion because most of the time he would've he he's like doing it just because he's like I know he loves Stella and he like kind of wants to get her yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is more for more of a persuasion than okay. intimidation. Because at any other time he would just left his ass sleeping there. Okay. Uh, dirty twenty. Okay. You see that he gives you this look, but looks like he straightens himself out and then looks like he he's like okay, shakes his head okay. I mean your tail tail's a little kinked. And then he he looks he like he points his tail to you and then he points towards your dick and then he makes it like cracked like bent. Ah, you little rat! <laughs> I'm chasing around the room. I'm completely hydrated. <laughs> you're dehydrated. As you're uh, chasing him around, Barrett's like, "Are you guys done? Can we leave?" Yeah, yeah, Barrett. I don't know why you gotta be like Don. You've been hanging out with him too much, Just yelling at people for no reason. And then you hear Sully go. Like agreeing with Cletus, like, yeah, man, that's <laughs> fucked up. Y'all two, Tom and Jerry. What the <laughs> fuck is going on there? Then we leave. They ain't supposed to be agreeing with each other. You, Barrett, and Sully start uh -huh. heading out the hotel, and then you guys get directions towards uh, one of these trainings. You you tell them that's. Um, which one did you choose? For. The feet that you're looking for. I'm going to leave it up to chance, if that's possible. Like you would be going because there's different like areas for this. Stuff. Oh, okay. So um, you would ask, you would ha uh, like if you want to roll now to have yeah, an idea now. of like what Cletus. Okay. Uh, so for the listeners, I'm going to do one or two. I'm going to roll a d6. 
one or two is going to be actor three or four is going to be warcaster and five and six are going to be lucky so we're going to roll it up calling for four so warcaster warcaster all right so you tell them your idea when you're talking to like the person look that tell you where to go so i'm just like all right man yeah no i i heard about the training thing here and like i really got to kick someone's ass like a whole lot because he's a fucking asshole and he just happens to be my dad so you know like, i really got to fuck him up so like you know if he's like running past me and my boys are chasing him with like his ballot and like my other friends just run around and he's got his cleaver out and like he runs past me i can like hit him with a with a boom bat blast like when i get the opportunity to you know so you want somewhere to help you have more control over your magic casting yeah, like if I have to concentrate on something, you know, like I feel like sometimes uh, concentration is not really my high, my best thing, especially now that I don't get the medication for it here. But you can cast magic. Yeah, I, I, fuck yeah, I cast magic. Look at this. Let <laughs> 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 me just start shooting out this blast up in there. Uh, oh, I would like to say, I know I'm not there, but I would like to say, Chappie. Huh? I want to shake your hand. <laughs> You did very well and explained what that feat was without saying what the feat was. <laughs> you did very well. I like feet. Yeah. Yeah. Only fans. Only feet. <laughs> did you say I used a mallet? Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, I, I let it go. After he, yeah, you use a mallet, I use a cleaver. But uh, he was, hey. Yeah. That was, and that's the feat. Oh, okay. So, yes. Um, I will draw you up a map exactly where to go. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Yes, it does. Oh, thank you, man. Um, if you could just, like, color code the map a little bit, because my lizard friend here, he's uh, a little... <laughs> Isn't your lizard friend going to be following you? Yeah, but sometimes he tends to go on fucking his own adventures. As, like, Sully gives you a look. <laughs> and then Barrett gives you a look. <laughs> and then other people tend not to <laughs> just drive around in circles. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I will make sure to color coordinate. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. And I flip him like five gold. Okay. And I point at Barrett to flip him five gold. I, I have, don't have any gold. Oh, you're right. Damn, at least the master coin gave me some of this gold. And I go, tink, 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 tink. And I take forever doing it. Okay. So uh, he color coordinates on map. And I take like uh, a red string from my backpack. Okay. And I put it from one point of the map to the other side of the map. Uh-huh. Are you done? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Just had to make sure. <laughs> um, all right. So he hands you directions. You take them. Yep. And you better start heading off with Sully. Yep. So you start heading off. As you see, it is... Um, it's close to where you uh, were at the Spellbounce Bank. You know, the, that like mini mall place that you're yeah. at. It's actually close. To, it's closer towards there. It's in between what looks like some generic offices okay and then a restaurant it looks like it's in between those two things okay the restaurant where it says it just says like eat uh it says eats like in neon lights like you know like those like old school like, yeah uh red yellow like neon or like lights. flashes it's, two different things yeah but it, still has the it says of eats them. and then the other one looks almost like a generic like office building okay okay but it's it's a smaller building that's in between those two and it doesn't have really anything on it it's just like the most generic of buildings it's like the Monopoly house of fucking yeah, like buildings. It, 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 it's like, it looks like there, there probably wouldn't be a business here. Okay. But this is where exactly the directions told you. All right. So it says go in here, right? Yeah, I guess so. 
doesn't look like nothing's really going on here. This looks like the most generic of generic of generic places. So as you walk in, you see that like this place has windows, but it looks like like those like empty offices with like the, those like checkered floors, very like basic, almost so nineties. Yes. As soon as you open it up, as you open this door, it is a completely different area that you're in. Wow. You're in, um, think of like a metal version of the, uh, the Sanctus of, uh, Doctor Strange and like the Avengers and everything like that. Think of like in his place that he has in New York where it has like that really long stair, uh, yeah. staircase and everything like that. Think of like a metal version of that. It's like very metallic and sleek okay. and everything. Oh man, this is fucking bitchin'. So, as you walk in, you hear like you know like you know the bell jingles when like you walk in uh into a like an establishment or yeah. whatever. Bing. You hear that but like it has an echo Bing. to it. It's almost like you know Bing. like someone was casting like thaumaturgy or something like that across okay. across the building. As then you see a uh, almost like this like cloak come off the second like floor balcony as this cloak drops in front of you and then this man pops up. Oh hey, um why hello there oh why hello there welcome to the arcanum oh this is this is the place and i'm like the guy sent me on this map and then i have this red string that yes. leads me to this location yes okay this is it yes are okay you, are you interested in learning more about magical arts and learning how to have more expertise and more control over your yeah magic? yeah fuck yeah Perfect. Let me get you a contract. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll sign a contract. Fuck it. Never screwed me over before. As you see that, like, he goes into his he goes into his cloak and uh -huh. he just pulls out these papers. This is pretty much just a eligible liability thing that we're not liable for any damages that or anything that causes harm to you yourself, physically or mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and that you subject yourself to the full properties of my trade. Oh, absolutely. With the payments up front of a thousand gold. I like go jingling around for money. I pull a thousand gold. Okay, just sign here. Just sign here. Hey, Sully, just don't tell Rosie. I sign it. Initial here. Uh, okay. Sign here. Okay. I need your date and initials here. Um, do you want my my my, my government name or? Yes. Uh, have you? What, what have you been signing? Oh, I, <laughs> I just signed <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I need you to um, hand me your thumb. Which one? Whichever one. Yo, this is super sketchy. This is just like how Wade Wilson signed the contract in Deadpool to just go and do the experiment. They were just like, no, we got you, bro. Don't worry. You just gotta sign this, 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 this. Miney, my left thumb. Okay. He grabs your left thumb and you see he pricks it for a second. Ow! And then he puts your blood onto this paper. And we are blood binding. You've so you've been hanging out with Barry and Don, and now you're just acting like this. Anyways, so this is just to make sure that I can't get sued for anything. Okay, perfect. All right, fair. I don't sue anybody. Um, should though. I guess we should start with your training. Yeah. Um, what do you what want me to do, sir? What about your uh, friend? Um, as he points towards Barrett. Hey, Barrett, you want to do some training? I don't cast spells. I don't use magic. You can learn. And then you hear the guy immediately pop up to, I do not teach plebeians on how to 
cast magic if they do not know how to cast magic. You better know how to cast magic if you walk into this building. Do you know how to cast magic, sir? Uh, As he's to looking towards uh, you, Cletus. Damn, Barry, he said he doesn't teach plebeians. I don't know what the hell a plebeian is, but um, I think that somebody doesn't know how to use magic, right? Barrett's like, no, it's definitely more than that, but... I can, like, play this guitar go... And I just start shooting stuff in the ceiling. Oh, wonderful! A bard! Perfect! Actual magic. Now, sir, with the face. <laughs> Damn! So random. he's talking about you! Random song. Other random song. <laughs> Can you cast a spell? He's like, yeah, I got a spell for you. And then he just flicks him off. And then he walk, he's just like, I'll talk to you later, Cletus. All right, man. Uh, you want to take Sully with you? And he's just like, I guess so. As Sully goes like... He jumps up, and then you see Sully freeze in the air as uh -huh. you see the man in front of you, like... Interesting. You have a familiar already. Is that what the hell they call those things? Yes. Why would you want your familiar to go away? He should be obeying your every command. He can obey every one of my commands? I mean, you can make him. Can I? How do I do that? We will learn. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. As yeah. you see, like, Sully falls in the air, like... And like Barrett looks back and like Cletus like turns completely black like an animated bad guy, <laughs> and my eyes are like white and shaking. We're gonna be out of go before the end of his training. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> I gave him a thousand for what he need to do. Now, if he need to do anything else, oh Cletus, crazy and about to control Sully, and his new calling everybody a damn plebeian friend can go rob the bank. I don't care. <laughs> I also don't like how. Psycho has dropped that word plebeian four times within the past two weeks that I've heard him. <laughs> and one of them was commented on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Barrett turned around and uh, leaves. You, and you brought Barrett just to disrespect him. I didn't disrespect Barrett. And then this man, like, puts his cloak over you, like, yes, let's learn. As you guys go into a room, as it shuts, and then that's where I'll leave you. He's definitely the fancy criminal. Uh, he, of my, you uh, Anakin and he's he's Sidious. No, that's Ma that's Mace Windu and I am Mace Windu. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hate this shit. So you get zapped off the window? <laughs> Both of you get zapped off the window. Yeah, that's the thing we're into. We take turns sticking forks inside of power outlets. You can keep that. Oh, <laughs> you can keep that key. Oh, Okay. Um, you have a jerk off with the other person's one arm. Yeah, it's called getting yourself a Dutch runner. I will. I will once I play uh, an undying warlock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. For uh, you guys who don't have our Patreon, you should subscribe so you can hear that or wait nine years. So you can okay, um, I'm gonna get back to the other two, starting with Rosie. Uh, so I'm in the middle of reading this uh, red chocolate. I so. want you. To roll me a luck check. A luck check. You know I'm not uh I'm not too good at those. Twelve. Okay, nothing happens. Sometime is still passing by as you then do hear a familiar voice you hear at Spirit be like, Rosie. Uh hey Barry. Hey, um Yeah, I dropped Cletus off at the uh training thing, but the guy doesn't allow people who don't cast magic to be around there. That's, but That's weird. But it gave me some extra time. I uh, 
went to the one of the consortium offices to try to find out more of the prison break. Ah, okay, yeah. And um, I found a couple names that were alarming to me because I know you said for me to find anything else to see if there's anybody that I know. Yeah, I mean, anything that could be a problem. I mean, a lot of them are problems. Yeah, but I mean, like, with the things that we're doing, we're involving ourselves around some very important people, and some of these criminals might want to involve themselves with these people as well. Uh, A couple of uh, minor criminals that I know were there, but I found... You see that, like, he actually looks a little, like... I don't want to say choking up when he's saying uh, this stuff, but he's just like, I I found a few that are really, that that I know how dangerous they are. I don't know about the others, but I I found some that I know how dangerous they are. Are these people that uh, you've taken part in bringing them down? Or at least have firsthand experienced? You see that um, his head is down as he's like looking at this list. Mm Mm-hmm. As there's a long pause. Uh Uh-huh. And then he says, one of them killed my best friend. Okay. Uh, I put him away. It's it's, it's a whole long story, but I, he's one of the, he is one of the people. Yes. Uh, just here, take a seat and let's, let's go over this. And like during all this, you see, uh, now Don, I want you to roll me another athletics check. And I'm going to roll one for Marcel to see. Because he's going to start joining you. 18. So, as you are playing, you see that uh, Marcel, he then, when he's getting ready to play with you, you see that he uh, actually, like, he, as, as I said before, he, ta- he has this brace on his, off himself. He actually takes this brace off. And then he starts uh, playing with you. You can see that as you are uh, playing with him, Marcel is... He's not as athletic as you are, but... He definitely has more finesse. He he hits way more shots. He goes. He gets on the outside when you when you're on defense with him. He he isolates you. Then he uh, pushes you. Does a step back three. Is how right in your pre- face. How impressive is it? Uh, it's pretty impressive and pretty very smooth on the uh, state of play. Technically, uh, essentially that he's uh, if you right now he's technically beating you. Um. So. Last thing he did, he spit around, hit the step back three in my face. Yep. I want to go. You kind of still got some moves in you. She's like, yeah, I'm old, but I'm not that old. How you feel being back out here on the court? Uh, it's okay. You know, I'm here every once in a while. How how's how's your leg doing? It's all right for now. You care if we kick it up a notch? I don't think you can handle it. Do I have ball? or Does he have ball? Uh, you would have ball. When he says I don't think he handled, I want to try to blow past him and then dunk it. Okay, um, as you're going to try to blow past him and dunk it, that is going to, he's going to attempt a, uh, he's going to attempt a block. He's going to follow you and try to attempt a block, okay? Hurt. So, he's going to try, he's going to set the DC. I rolled a, rolled a 16. Base 19, baby! So, uh, you blow, next thing you know, he goes up, and since you, uh, beat him more than five, he, like, smacks onto your wrist if you were actually playing it would be an and one it would be an and one that's another thing that's uh how this is going to uh work is if you pass the check above five kind of thing like you know uh something like that when someone's blocking you they would foul you 
but you would still get it. Now, if he blocked you and it was completely clean, it would be for it to be a clean block. Like he has to be, be uh, you have to be below his check by five and stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Just to make sure you understand. What I'm so within five, it would still be a foul. With, Correct. Okay. So take it, dunk the ball. I look at him. I flash that. I flash my paladinsa smile. Uh huh. Huh. You don't think I can handle it? Not bad, kid. You actually might be able to. You uh, you're definitely surprising me. But your game's off. What do you mean? You kind of. It feels like you're kind of playing a different game sometimes. I'm just trying to get the hang of it. This is your first time playing Spellbonds? In a while, in a very, very, very long time. Make me a deception check. You could tell the truth. I know, but like. 16. As like Don, I don't know how he feels, how people feel towards you. You see that he has like this like look on his face, like. Right. Um. Let's just keep playing. Do I know he doesn't believe me? You can definitely, like, he has, like, this, like, look on his face that, like, he knows what you're spotting was complete bullshit. You caught me. Yeah, I never played Spellbounce before. But you kind of play like you did, but, like, like you don't know the rules, but you do. Where I'm from, they're kind of something like Spellbounce, but we don't have the point system that you guys have. Uh, where are you from? A Rift. Oh, you're a Rifter. Yeah. Why don't you just say so? Cause I don't know how some people feels about feel about with rifters. Kid, as like he points to his leg, look at me. I'm not really someone who is like the general populace. I'm kind of on the outs. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm a rifter. So, Rosie, Barrett tells you that there are five names out of the list that he saw that were alarming to him. Just from his time growing up and everything like that, being part of the consortium, uh, some of these names were to him concerning. He said the first one on the list, their name is Seldred Duskrin. He also had a title, like what they what they called him. They called him the Dragon Killer. Oh, badass. We need him on our team. The Dragon Killer. That's yeah. sick as fuck. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, you just got me horny and a bitch. Barrett goes, um, you remember when we were telling you about some of these dragon stuff that there was, these dragons called gem dragons that lived underneath the ground, right? Uh, yeah, you said that, uh, once, Corman, that's his name, right? Corman? Yeah, the dominant yeah. dragon lord, yes. Yeah, Corman. you said that once the, the you know, the, the dragon, dominant dragon lord got uh, everything kind of settled after he beat the, the Bahamut and Tiamat, that the gem dragons came from hiding? Yeah, like they rose up because they were like sealed away or whatever, right? Okay, yeah, so I remember that. So, when they came out, they lived underground, a very deep underground. Best way to describe it is... There's kind of a world underneath ours. It's called the Underdark. Uh, okay. Is is that where the gem dragons were, or they were like beneath that? Oh. Okay. Okay. But they had to get through the Underdark to even get up to us. Which kind of made an opening from that place to here. Yes, but apparently it caused a lot of cataclysmic events in the Underdark. Changed terrains because like these dragons were were stowed away for thousands and thousands of however long years. And I'm assuming when they broke through that to come to the surface, they probably destroyed a lot of the underdark in the process. Yeah. So this guy Seldred, he used to be a almost like a king of where he lived in the underdark. You know what an elf is, right? You recall elves, right? Yeah. So there's this thing called drow, which are kind of like elves, but they are the underdark version of them. Okay. 
So. So that's what this guy is? Yes. His entire, like, domain, I guess you can call it, his entire, like, country or whatever got destroyed because of the Gem Dragon's revival, essentially. Sounds like, I mean, I don't know the rest of the story until you tell me, but it kind of sounds like this guy had a right to be upset. Yeah, I don't know the, all the specifics. He was in jail way before I was even born. Okay. But all I know is that for almost like a hundred years, he was murdering, like slaying gem dragons. Shit. So he took them escaping and destroying part of the underdog personally. Yeah. And I'm assuming he's a king of no people now? I mean, yeah, I would I would imagine. I mean, he's been in jail for like a, almost a hundred years. So either they're waiting for him to come back or they don't even know he's alive and they probably have a different king at this point. From to my knowledge, like his place got demolished. I don't know if there was any survivors anyways to begin with. Oh. Wow. Okay. That's that's a lot. He's one of the first people that you learn about during the time in the consortium. He's like was known as like it was almost like a boogeyman kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. I wouldn't want anybody to ever think of me as a boogeyman. The next one, I was a kid when he got arrested completely, when he was taken down. Um, so past Alza Step, there's a place called Calderback. It used to be called Icewind Dale. Okay. Um, it was when it was very, it was separated from the coast, but then they were able to, the, the coast and then Icewind Dale kind of merged together and then... Icewindale merged with the coast and then became Colterbeck instead. There was a a force of people who were against joining with the coast. Um, and then even afterwards, there were still people who were against it. There's this guy named Grimace Kalatho. He was also known his title because, you know, these are really bad guys. Really bad guys usually got titles. He was known as the Frost King. Okay. Uh... All I really know about him is that he was a war criminal. He was like a warlord chief in Calderback trying to separate Calderback back into Icewind Dale, similar to kind of like what the Order's doing, but a lot more ruthless. He, it like, at one point he enslaved the giants to try to force them to attack Azelstep. <laughs> and after that loss is how he lost completely. Oh, he's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know I'm not supposed to say that, but uh, he's pretty badass. <laughs> Everyone good? Mm-hmm. All right. You know how we talked about, like, the Beholder stuff on how, like, maybe one of the Beholders got were there and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there, there is, there, there, well, I mean, there was one. I'm assuming a pretty bad one. Zosh. I didn't have a lot of contact with Zosh, but I know that they were pretty bad. But after Darium and his team took down the boss, Zosh surrendered. And they've been in captivity since till now. I don't know much about them. So, all you know is that he had a position in that war where the Beholders were going against the Dragon Coast. You just don't know much about him specifically. Correct. Okay. Well, I guess uh, we might find something out about him. Hopefully, we don't have to, but... uh, Yeah. Um, the next one's really personal for me. And this is the one you were talking about. The guy's name is Torgun Mighthold. He was convicted of treason and murder. He was an ex-captain of the consortium. He worked hand in hand with my dad. Oh, we were. He was actually, his family and my family were very, were very close friends. He would sell mil military secrets to opposing forces. He also had some secret smuggling operation that me and my friend Torgan, Torgan's 
son found out about. Me and Torgrim grew up together. We joined the consortium at the same time. We were rising up the ranks at the same time. When we we uncovered Torgrim's operations, we had to bring him had to bring him in. And and you were a part of uh, the consortium at the time. You were already a part of the consortium at the time, and this is somebody that, until this point, I assume you looked up to in a way. Yeah, this was my big thing after failing the um, the Paladins okay. order. This was the, this was the thing that I kind of like deep, dived deep into. Torgrin's son, your friend, did he try to become a Paladin as well? No, he wasn't chosen. Okay. Because remember, we're cho- oh, sorry, you weren't there. But when I was telling Cletus, we're, you're, you're chosen as a prospect. Oh, okay. All right. As you see, he has a long pause. When we encountered him, we had him cornered. He had a trap, and Torgan pushed me out of it. Okay. It was explosives, and then the entire tunnel that we were in collapsed on Torgan. The man killed his own son. So he knew what his father was doing, and was trying to make sure that the rest of you guys were safe. As you see, um, Barrett looks like he's uh, he's like one of his hands are are has his hands on his like belt buckle, on like his belt that he's uh, wearing as he's talking to you. Looks like he's like holding it uh, tightly. He he saved my life, but he sacrificed himself doing it. Thanks to him, I was able to apprehend his father, and because of that success, that is when. I got chosen to marry the Lady Silver. And then you know how the rest of that turned out. You see, uh, I understand how this hit you personally, Barrett. And uh, I wish you never had to go through this. But now this leaves me with one question. With him being an ex-captain of the Consortium, and I'm assuming, you know, that, that status really means something, and... There's a lot of information you could know, as you said, that he was uh, selling information. What is the chances that these names are going to get out there and the Sword Order is going to see it and they're going to want to use him against the Consortium? You see, like, Barrett like, has a look on his face, almost not shocked from that question that you're giving him. Almost like he's already, like, he's already. And, like, when I say it, like, it looks like, like, when I say it, I'm like, he could see in my face that I'm kind of trying to like, I'm like hesitating. Like, yeah, it's something I don't want to bring up because he's already thinking about a lot when it comes to the sword order. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not a question that could be avoided. Like, yeah, like I said, you can see on yeah. his face that he's not surprised about the question. It looks almost like he's possibly been thinking about this already since he gained on this information. Especially because we know that she stooped as low as using the poison. I know. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, out of all the the other names you gave me, they all seem like pretty bad guys that that are bad for everybody. But it seems like this one guy is going to be somebody who's going to give her what she needs, possibly, to go after the consortium. He's probably going to be able to give her weaknesses and secrets that they assumed would probably die with him. Let's just hope that they don't, that she doesn't stoop that low and or Alistair stops her and doesn't let that happen. I'm assuming at least Alistair knows your position with this guy. Yes, I mean, Camilla does too. Me and Alistair knew each other from way back. We ran in the same circles. Similar to Torgim. <clears throat> Sorry uh, about, it's just... No, no, I understand. I just don't want you to stick yourself into a position or find out that 
somehow you're gonna be forced to work side by side with someone like this. Yeah, because I guess to be honest, after the whole poison thing, I mean, I, I've had doubts, but you know them better. After the whole poison thing, it doesn't seem like she's gonna really care. Seems like at this point, they're gonna do whatever they feel like they need to. At this point, similar to if you guys go off a different way, we'll come to that bridge if if it happens. Um, but there's one more guy. I just really know him from notoriety, from what I heard about him in the news and things. This guy's name is Clint Kellerman. No, he's like a renowned, renowned thief across all the countries, the neighboring countries in this country. From treasure to forgery to fraud businesses to scam families, all different types of counts of theft. He was caught by the dragon rider of Azelstep, Elliot Spellspeak. Okay. From what I know, he's not dangerous as in he will kill you, but he's dangerous as he's got a silver tongue and he'll take everything you have without you even realizing it. Those are the five big names I found. And these are, these are names that they're not even releasing yet. No, I mean, they're not, remember, they're not publicly releasing. They told yeah. you if you want to find that, if you want to find information, you just got to go at, you have to ask them. But this is bad. Very bad. Yeah. Whoever caused that prison riot might have caused the entire, like, I understand the, the order has been in conflict with the consortium. Casualties have happened. Destruction has happened. But you're talking about a handful of singular men who could do destruction by themselves without needing an army. I, I personally don't believe that whoever did that did it just to create a, a chaotic wave in the world. I believe that there was a personal motive and they went they were going after somebody. But it's worth this. I'm not saying it is, but what I wonder is what was it that this person went after? I don't know. It could be any of the names you listed. It could be someone else. Yeah, I don't know. But I figured you guys asked for the info, so I went and did a little investigating, and there you go. As you know already, even though we don't do things in the cleanest way, if we have to cross paths with one of these guys, we're going to do what we need to do. If the right move is for all of us to get out of there because we believe we can't beat this any of these guys, then we'll try to do our best to... You know, protect the people that are around. But if you come face to face with this Tor Torgren guy and you want to do something, we're going to back you. I appreciate it. As you see that, like, he just kind of sits next to you and looks like he's just trying to, like, decompress. After, as, like, he is still holding, like, his belt tightly. So, uh, so, like, like we're just sitting there for, in quiet for a little bit. And then I'm just like, uh, you've been, uh, grabbing onto your belt. As like, he looks down, he's like, yeah, I guess I have. It's, um... It's uh, Togems. He handed it to me right before. Without this belt, I probably would have been dead. It has some special properties to it that it helps me with poisons, mm -hmm. which is actually probably one of the reasons why you survived. I survived. It lets me know Dwarven, and like I already knew a decent amount because like we would grow up. I grew up with him, his family, but like I know Dwarven fluently now because of it. No, Barrett. Though it seems. Uh somewhat impossible now you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna understand that uh you're gonna get through all this yeah that's what alistair told me no I, I really i really do believe that you'll get through it and uh when you come face to face with Torgren, calivax 
and all those who've, who've wronged you, they're definitely going to feel the force of you coming closer. We'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure it, it, it's true. I believe it. I mean, uh, you know, back where we come from, or at least my mother, she always said the names mean something. And uh, you've got a pretty strong name. Back where we come from, your name is an old English name. Your first name is Darkness, and your last name is Strength, which my mother would probably say means that you have the strength to fight through all the darkness in your life. I was like, he gives you a look, and then like he has like a like a half smile. He's just like, I like that. But, I mean, sometimes it takes time to... To get to a place where you understand what your name really means and what your purpose is. For me, my name, unfortunately, has to do with all the sin that I've done in my life. At least I feel so. Call mine is Song. Rosalino is the blood rose. Believe that that means that as I shed blood, the song is their screams. And sometimes I felt like there was no way getting around it. So I did things when I was younger, but who knows? Maybe I can make a better meaning of that. Well, you're in a new world. Also, uh, Dark Strength, he's the black light. <laughs> Look, when he said Dark Strength, I was like, damn, I didn't know Terry Crews and Barry Strait spelled it in the same. It's actually, in, in Old English, uh, Blake Bear is darkness and strength. It could either be the black bear or the strength against darkness. Cool. Didn't even know that as psycho. Yeah, that was unintentional. Uh, my my name Carmine Rosalino is the song of the the uh, Blood Rose. So you and uh, Barrett sit. You know yeah. what I mean. You get you uh, you sit with him for a little while, but like he's just still he's just kind of relaxing yeah. after the information, and then, like you start getting back to your book. Um, Don, you're gonna do another uh, roll against me, okay, to see if um you can turn the tide. Before you do that, can I use is he having fun? I'll roll me a perception check. Turn the tide of the battle. <gasps> Break the glass. Does it eight do it or no? It does because I rolled a base five. Fuck yeah. yeah. He does not have a good like deception or anything like that. He's not like. So you can tell that he's actually he's enjoying himself. He's definitely enjoying himself. Um, Now we're going to roll. Okay. Okay. 22. Um, as you see, you guys are playing, playing, playing. You are uh, you're up by one at the moment. You're up by one. You see, he once again puts you in uh, puts you in his spot towards the uh, towards the uh, the wing at the bank, and then he pushes you. That he does his uh, he does his step back, turn around. As you see, as he turns around, you can hear like a like a uh, almost like a crunch. As then you like see his face as he shoots or whatever, and then he falls onto the ground. Oh, um. As you feel like, oh. I want to go up to him and like, I'm pretty sure he's like a skinny dude. I mean, he's, he's, he's still like, oh, like a basketball player. You know what I mean? He's not like tiny or skinny or anything like that. Are you okay? He's, yeah, it's just injury acting up. What can I do to help you? Don't, hand me, can you hand me my brace? I'm going to go grab his brace. I'm going to come back. I'm going to try to help him put it on. And while I'm helping him put it on, I want to do like a medicine check. Okay. 12. As you're like trying to get a good look at like his leg, 
with how you guys have been playing and everything like that. You can definitely see there's like scar tissue around. Um, you don't know exactly what his like injury would be. The best you've seen is when people have like maybe like torn ACLs or things like that. You know what I mean? But he still seems to be able to move his leg fine. It's just like it. it you heard a weird. You heard a crunch, but you also recall hearing that he uh, got injured during that crash mm -hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Do you want to take a break? It's like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's take a break, and then you hear like Marcel as you start seeing uh, these group of people walk into walk into like the cage. You see that there is this group together where it's this human, a tabaxi. You see this uh, half orc, this Goliath, and then you see this bird person, which. The only bird person you've seen before was a Kenku. It was like a raven. This one looks like almost like an eagle person. I want to whisper to Marcel, are these, are these old fans of yours? Not old fans, but are these fans of yours? He goes, teammates. How old do they all look? Um, so the only one you'd be able to gauge age-wise um, is probably the human because the rest of them are different races, okay. different species to begin with. Yeah. Um, the uh, the human who is this like the smallest, arguably the smallest out of all of them, looks almost looks like maybe they're almost forty. Um, as you see that they uh, they're in this white and greenish colors with almost like this like gold trimming. The what it reminds you of is like Darium's armor. Okay. Mm. Um, as you can see where it shows like. Uh, on their chest, like the jersey that they have, it says Worm Keep Watchers on it. You said teammates, right? Yeah. Do you mean ex-teammates? Yeah. Well, they, they, they play with me on, when, I, when I was on the Bolts. With us, like, watching Spellbox games, is there, like, how many people, is there five on five? It's five on five. That's yeah. just the five? Or? It's five on five, usually with a sub. Ah. So you see all these people, uh, like, start going up to... You guys, it looks like uh, Marcel's giving them all like hugs and things like that. You know what I mean? It looks really familiar with all of them. But like, as you can see, like these guys have like official like all athletic wear, almost like from the uh, like the jerseys and everything, and like from the videos and things like that. You've seen official Spellbonds players. You know what I mean? And they're wearing like the Worm Keep Watcher stuff. Like, yeah, you know, we just decided to come to the court to get some practice in. Um, what are you doing here? Uh, and then like Marcel, you see like he kind of like. So it's quite, uh, he kind of like projects a little bit, you know, uh, goes around. He's just like, oh, you know, I was just kind of uh, around. And then I was, uh, so I was watching this kid throw up a couple shots. Hi. And, you know, I'm just here. And you could tell that, like, they, you could tell that they have familiarity with him, that they know that he's just, like, kind of bullshitting them. You know what I mean? Like, they know what he was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you see, they just go along with it. They're like, oh, okay. All right. It's all right. Um, they all introduce themselves to you. They're just like, hey, what's your name? I'm Don Lewis. Don, nice to meet you. You see the human uh, shakes your hand. They tell you that their name is Alenis. Um, and then the tabaxi uh, shakes your hand, says the name is Raynar Alden. Okay. Now for the... The Aarakocra. My man. Um, tells you the name is Larson Fowl. Um, the half work shakes your hand. Uh, to tell you their name is Timo Kandu. And the Goliath tells you their name is Ergak. E-R-R-G-A-K. You see, like, some other people just 
uh, other people start crying around in the cage. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, all, onto the court. I know that, like, I'm not like on the court where he's at, but uh, is it very visible for uh, Don to see that uh, Marcel looks uncomfortable with the situation? No, it's not that Marcel looks uncomfortable with the situation. It's just like he's just trying to like he's not, he's trying to keep spellbounds out the conversation in a way. He's trying to not act like he was just playing. Ah, yes. okay. He seems really friendly with these guys. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, like he doesn't have anything against these guys or anything. He just like won't this. admit that he was playing because correct. Yes. All right. Do you guys got time? Yeah, yeah. We came to uh, shoot around. Are you down? I'm down. Let's get it, youngin. So you see some people start crying around. It's like you know, like 2K wreck or whatever. You know what I mean? People start uh, flooding in as um, they tell you that you seem pretty big. That you can go ahead and take the. Um, you seem pretty strong. You can go ahead and take the five spot. Okay, cool. So before we start this, A, I want to see if I give Marcel a pencil of paper because I know he's not going to play. Yeah. To take like, hey, what can I improve on? What can I Yeah, yeah, fix? yeah, for sure. And B, going into a goddamn rage. <laughs> <laughs> We're not playing this game with no goddamn Goliath today. Uh, uh, just, <laughs> just a question because like, uh, for some reason, I don't remember. And obviously, when I wrote down Marcel... Instead of writing his actual race, I put the goat. So, like, he's not a goat. Half elf. He's a half elf. Okay. He could be a goat. I'm not going to get in a full game for, yeah. for you, but I will let you roll in Apollo's Athletics against the um, other team. All right. Uh, do you want to. Uh, wait. Well, so, wait. You, you were talking about Goliath. Do you want to play with the Wormkey Watchers? Do you want to play against them? Because they'll let you play uh, with against them. Against them. Okay. All right. So, go ahead. Roll your Athletics. 23. I beat it. Can I get a luck point? Sure. Um, we can. S- I tell you, these people, uh, the opposing teams, that you chose to oppose them. Okay. As a team, they have a plus eight, and I rolled a nineteen plus eight, which is twenty-seven. What would your plus be? I have a plus six. <laughs> oh, so uh, net twenty or nothing? Yeah. <laughs> Seems about right. Yeah. So I just reload it, reroll it on a luck point, right? Correct. Yeah. Damn it! 24! Shout yeah. out to Bean. Okay, so uh, you guys lose by like three. <sighs> hey, bro. I'm going to tell you right now. Losing a game by three to a professional team, you got to be feeling good. No! Why would I be feeling good? Because. It's an L. An L is still an L. Bro, it's done, remember? <laughs> a yeah, loss is I still guess. a loss. I guess. <laughs> Pretty much for like the, the day. You start you you're you're playing uh, five on fives, all um all day. Can I ask them about tryouts for the team? Um, tryouts for which ones? Wormkeep Watchers? If they don't have a full roster, they say. Um, I mean, no, we don't got a full roster. Uh, our um our sub is in the hospital right now. Um, so no, we technically we ha- we te- technically don't have a full roster because we do only we can fill a sub spot yeah if you need a sub i'm down um that wouldn't be up to us i mean we can we can uh tell our talk to the coach and they'd have to get they have to watch you and give it give you a try okay i definitely want to ask marcel what team would be better fit my play style oh Uh, what team would be better for me to join like marcel's gonna be like oh you're you're trying to join a team like uh, like an official team i'm having a lot of fun out here look kid um, this stuff takes 
months, years to build chemistry with each other. You know, we got uh, we got some pretty uh, serious games. There's some pretty serious games coming up. With uh, even if you do sub, you're most likely not gonna play. It's a spot, right? It's a chance. I mean, yeah, we're the my buddies like you. I mean, if you impress the coach, they'll take you on. Whatever you do, don't tell them that like you're associated with me. All right. Okay. Um, but the coach, they'll take you to him if you really want to. Right? Just don't. Me and him never got along. He always hated me. But I mean, you're more than welcome to try. So I will say for the rest of the day, okay, you start you're playing with people and doing a bunch of uh, uh, pickup games. Rosie, you're reading. You get probably like you get like a third of the way through. Okay, cool. And Barrett's still kind of chilling. Yes, Barrett's still chilling. So come towards like the evening, you guys decide to go get some rest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As you know that Cletus is going to, supposed to be busy for a couple days. In the hyperbolic time chamber. But, Cletus. <clears throat> yeah! Your uh, training so far has been very intense. Um, but successful. He, uh, This man has made you do a lot of different uh, techniques of concentration and um, dexterity to get spells off in time when like, someone's like, blowing past you and things like that, right? Um, but he tells you you are... Uh, that that's all the training that you'll have for today. Next thing you know, you see outside that it's like it's dark out. He says to go rest, go to go home and go rest immediately and then come back here in the morning. Man, are you sure I, I could keep doing more? No, I'm, I just look old. What? You do not look old. I'm actually old. You look beautiful and young. Oh, thank you. At least someone, let me flip my mullet back. <laughs> At least someone finally recognizes my beauty. Yes, how old are you? I am. Um, I'm... I'm uh, 39 plus 10 years. Oh, you're still young and spry. I guess. I, I would say I'm in my midlife crisis state. Midlife crisis? No, you don't understand. Magic is a wonderful thing as he puts his hand on your uh, shoulder. And this guy looks human to you. Okay. I am 600 years old. Fuck out of here. Because of magic. Okay. Then how do I become 600 years old because of magic? Stick with me and you'll find out. Yeah, um, what exactly is your name, sir? I don't think I gotta ask you. Call me Arcane. Arcane? Um, it's nice to meet you, Mr. Arcane. Mr. Arcane? Sure. Okay, right on. Um, I appreciate everything you taught me today. I guess if you want me to go home, I guess I'll go home. If not, yes, I'll... go home, go immediately home, get some sleep, and then you can come back, come back here. All right, I'm bringing some red billies tomorrow. Sully? Ready to go? As you can see, like, Sully's exhausted as well. Don't look at me like that. You see, like, he, like, climbs on top of you onto, like, your shoulder, and he just kind of, like, is laying on your shoulder. All right, well, uh, I'll catch you in the morning, Mr. Arcane. I will see you soon, Cleet. Uh, uh, fare, fare thee well, sir. Uh, master, um, bye. I slam <laughs> the door. Uh, okay, as you're leaving, you're heading back home. The red light district. Now, it's nighttime. Yep. We all know how what happens after dark. So as you are, um, do I have levels of exhaustion? Uh, yes, you would have a level of exhaustion. Just one, okay. Yes. So you're you're uh, you're walking and like. And I go walking after me. As you're walking, things you know are quiet. People are have gone home. Uh huh. Um, it's late, late, huh? 
It's 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 later. Yes. Okay. It, uh, it like the district that you're in is like a shopping district that closes at like seven or like eight kind of thing. Also, you know what I mean? This is like old Peopleville in Florida. Yeah. Everything closes and, at like fucking well, five thirty in, in the area that you're in. So okay. as, you're, as you're cutting through, right on to uh, you know maybe get to like where like the bars at and everything like that. And this hat, music hat, is stressing me out for Cletus. <laughs> I just wonder what hand he gonna lose. Let's go! Come on! All right, I'm walking um, home. Sully sleep on my shoulder. As you are walking home, or to the hotel, you hear a voice go like, "Cletus." And I like look, look, look like to the direction where the voice came from. It looks like it's Bobby. Bobby, Cletus. Hi, man. What's going on? Go, As they like they start running up to you. Yeah, they like dab him up. Do I have spell slots? Yes, but that doesn't matter at the moment. Okay. I need you to roll me a Constitution save. Con save. Yes. That's a twelve. Okay, so you will take. I usually damage. say you can take this back. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna hellish rebuke if it's any kind of damage. You cannot hellish rebuke because you were surprised. You get no reactions. <sighs> um. Okay. Uh, ain't this supposed to be your man's road? Or ain't you supposed to be cool with, with, with Bobby? So as you're uh, like you guys are like rushing up towards each other, next thing you know, um, the body changes as this. Then you feel this piercing <laughs> dagger right into your abdomen. <gasps> As the, the face changes, as you see, it looks like this, like, humanish man that has, like, these black glowing veins that look very similar to your father, but you can tell it's not the same person. It's not, it's, you can tell it's not James, but it almost like he has this, they have the same attributes as they say, Yo, daddy says hi. As you just took 58. And I drop. I go, fuck him. As Cletus drops, my eyes go black. Don't you fucking dare! And that's where I end you the session. Fucking Fuck you! <laughs> at, at that point, that's, that's, when, they, that's when they play "Crazy" by Nars Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! That's, that's exactly what happens. Damn! Fuck's sake! Uh, yeah, it was actually like a nat twenty. Oh, really? Damage-wise, yeah. That's on oh, the crit on you. Damn. So, either somebody who's cool with your, your your pops, or, you know what? No, we should save that for... Yeah, so, we'll <laughs> save all those talks for late night traffic. Hey, guys, check out our Patreon, where we talk... It's the show after the show, where we talk about what happened during the show. But we do it after the show! Oh! Oh, and you can hear me cuss this motherfucker out! For, like, the third time. It happens. It happens a lot. Uh, <laughs> he deserves it a lot. Uh, check out our Patreon, Clash of Crits. Crits with a K, per usual. Um, break the glass! Clash of Crits! Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, while everybody else is, you know, having a good time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, a, little, yeah. It was a little down in the dumps with, like, Barrett and... Uh, Rosie, you know, kind of talking about stuff. Uh-huh. But, you know, at, at the moment, you guys just got a couple days you're waiting. You know, Bitch, but, you just killed me! We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but before we <laughs> jump to late night traffic, plugs, does anyone have them? You can follow me on Twitter at <laughs> Chappie underscore C-O-K. <laughs> um, hashtag, what the fuck, psycho. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hold on, I'm not done, I don't think. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> are, you, are you done now? Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm okay. done. Okay. Um, Listen to the fucking late night traffic. You can follow me at Osokuma underscore cock. That is 
O-S-O-K-U-M-A underscore C-O-K or follow Clash of Crits on anything that's Clash underscore of underscore Crits with a K. Um, also go and check out our Discord. We got it up and popping. We're just waiting for you to come in there and talk, baby. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> it's your boy, Drop. You can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> D-R-O-P-P-A underscore Crate with a K. Thank you. And I was psycho. You can follow me at XYCH0COK. I'd also like to plug in Hired Prunk. They do some of the music that we play. And Shinovis does our theme song. I hope that you all enjoyed that episode and get ready to find out what happens or what happened or how the players think in traffic. Bye. Chasing, Chasing dragons. dragons Psycho got chappy Flustered as fuck Chasing, Chasing dragons. dragons Flustered as fuck Yes, 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 yes <laughs> Chasing, Chasing dragons. dragons Chappy knew he never Walked his ass alone Chasing, Chasing dragons. dragons He set me up Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> If I knew I'd be home At a certain damn time I didn't know This was a Clash of Crits podcast Theme song done by Shanovis With additional music done By Hybrid Punk if you enjoyed our show, please give us a rating. See you in the next episode.